Hey family, this is James Taylor, lead pastor of the Heavenly Vision Church, where it is our vision to reach, save, strengthen, and mature. I'm glad you could tune in to this podcast today. I pray that the word will be a blessing to you and help you move towards God's will. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom comes. And then he took bread and when he had given thanks to it, he broke it and he gave it to them saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, he took the cup after they had eaten saying, this is the cup is poured out for you for the new covenant of my blood. But behold, the hand of him who betrays me is with me on the table. For the Son of Man goes as it was, and it has been determined, but woe to the man who by he is betrayed. And they begin to question one another which of them could be the one who was going to do this for a few moments when we just talk about being at the table everybody say at the table <sighs> table tables are a place of exchange they are a place of provision but they're also a place of decision. Most major decisions in your life took place at a table, take place at a table. Most of the things you sign and you give the majority of your wealth to <laughs> is at a table. Jesus, he has an interesting relationship with tables. Would you agree? I don't know. Prove it. Okay. I'm with you. I heard somebody say it in a spirit. His first recorded miracle took place at a table. In, in our Bible, there's really only one time we really see Jesus get pissed off. And it was at a table. <laughs> he actually threw that thing over. He just he was, he was upset about it. That was the only time we really seen him lose his cool. It was at a table. The most consequential conversation he ever has with his disciples did not take place on a road. It did not take place uh, in the wilderness. It took place at, yep, a table. True blessing and elevation Listen to me. It really only comes at the table. God can bless you on the road. He can bless you in the car. He can bless you here. He can bless you there. He can bless you anywhere. But when it comes time for true blessing and true elevation, notice, he always does it at the table. Now, here's what we have to understand about this table. The father is meticulous about who he places at your table. Because if the truth be told, some of us didn't choose everybody that's presently at our table. Whether it's your family table, your proverbial table, 
God is meticulous to choose who sits at your table. And here's why. He situates them at your table to test your level of maturity and your readiness for your next level. He also places particular people at your table to calibrate your heart. Now, when we look at Jesus' table, some amazing things take place. And I just want you to to walk with me because I'm I'm, I'm almost done. When we look at Jesus' table, he had some amazing people at his table. And and I'm sure you would agree that all of these people are people you want at your table. He He had lovers. Oh, man, I love lovers, right? Don't you love lovers? Anybody want some lovers at their table? Amen. You can say amen. It's okay. I'm preaching already. Not only did he have lovers at his table, he had loyals. He had, he had some loyals at his table. Who wants who want some loyals at their table, huh? Yeah, come on, loyals. Where my loyals at? Hey. Right, right, right. Not only did he have lovers and loyals, he also had leaders at his table. He has some, he has some, he has some leaders. He has some people at this table that, man, they stepped up and they built that church. Ooh, first century church. Come on, these men, they mean they got up and they built that thing. They, they really did a good job at it. Not only did he have leaders, but he had learners. Ooh, I love some learners. I mean, you know, people, people that just like, I'm, they just readers, you know, and just learners, just learners. And not only did he have that, he had some builders. Don't you love them? Ooh, I, I, love, I love builders. You know, they can just do anything with their hands. You know what I mean? Them, them Deacon Mike types. You know what I mean? Just, you know, just, just give them some wood, a couple of nails, a hammer. You know what I mean? They're going to build your whole church by next weekend. Son, I'm going to need you to tear down this church, build me a new church. Yeah, some builders. Some builders. There's just some amazing, amazing people. I mean, they, they were great. They were great. And nobody would have any issue with any of these people being at the table, right? I love it. Can we just thank God for this table? Yeah, this is good, right? Woo! Thank you, Lord. But this ain't the end. This is, this is not the whole table. And see, I, I'm afraid that many of you are jaded and you're ready to give up on your life right now because somebody lied to you and said, this your only table. Somebody told you, I don't know who it was, and I rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Somebody told you that this is all you need to get along. This is all you need. And put, put everybody out of your life. Don't let, don't, don't let them sit at your table. Don't let them be in your life. This is all you need to survive. But this is not all Jesus had at his table. Because while he had all of this and, and, and at the same time, running in succinction, congruent with these attributes at his table, he had some other attributes. You know, this is the biggest one. We, we always talk about this one, right? He had, he, had, he had a betrayer at his table. We rebuke them in the name of Jesus, right? No, but you keep looking. He had, he had doubters. He had some doubters at his table. You, you doubting me? You, I didn't show you. I didn't give you miracle after miracle. I didn't give miracle signs and wonders. I didn't give you all of that, and you still doubt me? I didn't show up for you time and time again. I didn't answer your call. I didn't reply to your text. 
but in this season of my life, you're going to doubt me? <laughs> Miss me with that. Not only did he have doubters, he had debaters. Got something to say about everything. I didn't even ask you for your opinion, but you're going to give it to me anyway. Because that's you. But not only that, at his table, at his table, at his table, because I know some of y'all are like, oh, is he on my Facebook page? No, I'm in the scripture. I've literally, all of these things are coming out of the scripture. I promise I'm not in your life unless the Holy Spirit put me there. Um, he had position seekers. What's, what's my title? Where, where? Who am I to you? Um, um, I, know I'm, I know I'm a BFFF. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in your faith five. I'm not just, you know, I'm the special special. I know I'm a bridesmaid, but I'm the brightest of the bridesmaids. I'm the matiest, right? Position seekers. <sighs> he also had liars. Liar, liar. Hands is on fire. Yeah, he had liars. And, and, the, and the fact of the matter is, some of us, if, if we be honest, we cool with the lies as long as the lies serve us. Ooh, I, I better get away from my table, please. Because I, I know you're a liar, and I'm cool with you lying as long as the lies bless me. long as the lies lie in my favor. Like, like just arc the lie, you know, in my favor. But I... And I, I ain't never called you on being a liar until you lie on me. <laughs> if that weren't enough. Then you got those fighters. Always fighting. Why you, what is this? What is, what is this? You, why is you always so violent? Why are you so aggressive? Swell down. You need a medication. What did you, I mean, what is going on? Do you need to talk to somebody? Like, why are you always so aggressive? You all, you with the rah-rah every weekend. Like, calm down. I'm not talking about your table. I'm talking about Jesus' table. Am I still in the scripture? Where my, where my Bible scholars at? Am I still in the scripture? Am I, I'm not out the scripture. Am I, I'm not on Instagram. Am I? Okay, cool. He had levers. Levers. You know, I'm here, but I want to leave now. Times, times are hard. It was, it was good when we was eating and we was steak and lobster and all that kind of stuff, but now we top ramen and I ain't got time for that. So I think it's time for me to leave. It's time for me to leave. And if that weren't enough, I'm just in Luke 22. <laughs> I'm just in Luke 22. We're not even going to go through the whole Gospels because we could add and you just had a whole table covered. He had deniers. I'm going through the worst situation of my life. And you're going to act like you don't even know me? I just need you to vouch for me. I just need you to let them know that you know me. And because times are hard, 
And because we're in a tough situation right now, you're going to deny my very existence? Or you're going to deny the fact that we haven't been what we are to each other? We've ate together. We've slept together. We've walked together. We've been together. We, we walked on water together. We fed the multitude together. We did miracles together. In a different time of life, I filled your whole net. I made sure you was good. When you were struggling, I helped you. And I got you to a better place in life. And now that you're good, and now that I'm bad, or I'm going through something, you're going to deny that we even family? Luke 22. But with all of this at his table, he's omniscient. Like, none of this snuck up on Jesus. He's like, oh, you a liar, huh? Like, no, no, no. It, it didn't sneak. He knew it from the beginning. He knew it from the beginning. And sometimes we wrestle with things because it pops up on us. But if we really be honest and, and if we really rely on the Holy Spirit that, that is in us, we already knew. Yeah. We get jaded by the, by the, by the onslaught of the immediacy of the issue. But when we, when, we, when we take cooler heads and when we, when we think about it and we look back, that first conversation, you knew their capacities, their capabilities, their propensities, and their proclivities. But Jesus, he has all these characteristics sitting at his table right now in real time. And if you be honest... What would you do if all of this was at your table? Talk to me. I'll ask you, boy. What, what would you do if all of this was at your table right now? How would you deal with it? Oh, you're not going to talk back to I'm, I said talk back to the preacher. What would you do? Drown him out? Turtle up? Ooh, that's, you know, you know, you can get in your turtle. Move some seats. I'm going to kick him out of the table. Somebody say, I'm going to get a whole new table. <laughs> I'm just going to go get, I'm going to go to the real, real, or me a new table. I'm just going to go on the crate and barrel. Give me a new table. What would you do? Let's go deeper. Because some of you, this is your table right now. What are you doing? Are, are, you, are you so much in shock that you can't even believe? Are you, oh, I like this one. Are you like, I'm just waiting for him to reveal themselves. I ain't going to let him know I know. I'm going to keep it on the low. <laughs> Jesus, knowing that everyone was at the table, knowing that all of this was at his table. The remarkable thing is, is that with all that was still around him, he found a way to still be everything that the father called him to be. And that's what I have to leave with you right now. 
you have to understand that even though all of this is at your table, God allowed it to be at your table. Now, I know that there are some people that, should, that, that, that bootleg their way into your life. There are some people that, that just snuck in. But all of this, Jesus handpicked. And there are people in your life that God put, now hear, hear me, hear me, because this may be tough. This may be tough. There are people in your life that you don't like that God liked for you. And so Jesus, he, 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 he found a way to look past all of the good and the bad. Because see, some folk, they too good for us to correct them when they're wrong. Because we, 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 we know that they was bogus, but we don't want to say them because they're so good to us. They're so loyal. They're such a lover. They such, and we don't tell them the truth about themselves. And then there's some people that, that they, they, they so messed up, we, we look for ways to avoid them, and we don't want to want to deal with them. And we're trying to figure out how to get rid of them or, or to build a table without them. But Jesus recognizes that everybody was at his table for a reason. Now, here's the caveat. Jesus was so smooth, he understood that while it's one table, there are different positions. <laughs> Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Because see, some of us, we go to the extreme and we, we want you to be out of our life when we just need to reposition people in our life. See, so, some of you got people in the wrong seat at the table. And some of your personal stress would be removed if you just... All still here, present, but in the right position. I want to I challenge you that, that for the remainder of 2019, I, I hear God saying it. It may be just for the people in this room. Nobody that's in your life right now is supposed to be out of your life. They're just supposed to be in a different seat. Man, I don't know. I don't know who needs to hear this. It may not be for everybody, but I just feel like God is saying that it's not for you to get rid of everybody. You just need to put them in the right seat. I know somebody not gonna like this because it may be the person sitting next to you, but some people need to be at the children's table because that's what their maturity dictates. Still at my table. Some people need to be a little closer to you because in this season they need more from you. And you thinking that they're extra mature and they got it and in this one. No, they really need to just sit right next to you and lay on your breasts. But because you ultra personal, you don't want nobody in your space. But that just may be where I need to lay right now. I just, I just need this. And I'm talking to you as I talk to myself because I'm, I'm very introvert-ish. But I'm learning that my table, watch this, is not my table. He didn't say he prepares my table before me. He says he prepares a table before me. Or in other words, the table, the table of destiny. And so he finds a way to be everything he needed to be for them. Because you thought that they came to your table to be there for you. But the reality is they came to your table to get from you what God put in you for them. I'm going to say it again before we pray. 
You thought they came to your table to give you something. No, God sent them to your table so that you could give them something. Here it is. I don't go to Mastro's and be like, let me give you this steak I cooked at the crib. No, I go to Mastro's table to get they steak. Talk to me. The reality is, is that whoever God has sent into your life, it's because there is something in you that needs to come out for them. And likewise, there is something in you that needs to come out for the benefit of you. My God. Because see, everything is not a blessing. Something is just deliverance. Some, some some people are at your table to be a midwife to help you birth something and, and, and nobody likes the midwife because they got to be between your stuff and see nobody want because she see it all But she's not there under perverse circumstances. She's there. Watch this. Some of you. Oh, my God. I feel this. So, I got to save the table. Some of you think that people are in certain spaces to perverse you when really they're in. God put them in a sacred, intimate space to produce something out of you. I'm not here to touch you. I'm not here to make love to you. I'm here to get that baby out of you. I ain't here playing with you. I got somebody at my house. I'm here to take something out of you. Oh, he, he understands that they were at the table to receive something from him. But then he also understood that they would all have tables of their own. And I'm getting ready to pray. He understood that every one of them would have to leave and set a table. You study the scripture. You study church history. Every one of these apostles ultimately became a sent one and they built churches they built tables all over the world and can i talk to you for a minute as as uncalled as you may feel you got a table too and as and as and as insignificant as you may count the people in your life they got a table that they need to go to too and so my challenge for you today as we pray, as we go to the Lord's table, that you take a good assessment of who and what is at your table. Reposition if you must, but do not allow who they are or what they are stop you from being who you were called to be. I cannot fathom standing before the king of glory and saying, I would have, I would have been to them what they needed me to be, but they pissed me off. I, I can't imagine standing before the king of glory and, say, and him saying, you know what? They died away from the table. And so what do you have to say for yourself? What they got to do with me? They were meant to be at your table. They weren't fed because you didn't feed them. Now, I'm not telling you got to feed the world. But I'm telling you right now, and even I feel like there are spirits right now. I, I feel like your spirit is jumping right now, and your spirit is being pricked. And some of you are, are cringing on the inside because you know the implications of what I'm saying. There are some people, watch this, here it is. There are some tables that you're supposed to be at right now that your pride is causing you not to submit yourself to the table. 
Some of you, some of you have been at a certain table so long and you, and you, and you too fat to get up and start your own table. And God says, I, you should have started your table a long time ago. You still ask for somebody to teach you when you should be at teacher level. You still wait for somebody to give you a plate when you should have already cooked the meal, prepared the table, and invited people to dinner. And you still asking, what's for dinner? Pray to the Father and ask him to give you revelation of your table. Pray to the Father and ask him to give you the grace to overlook the issues that are at your table. So that you can be everything you need to be for them. I'm praying to the Father daily. Lord. Help me. I'm transparent. I'm at the table. I'm very temperamental. My wife can tell you this. I, I have. Now y'all may not see it all the time. But I have a very short fuse. The Lord has made it longer. But it's still shorter than it needs to be. And while I can, I can deal with, I can deal with death, I can deal with, I mean, I can deal with some magnanimous things, but little stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that scripture, it's the little foxes. Yeah, I, I know, I, you deal with the big stuff. I'm the one that be cussing out the little foxes. Y'all pray for me. And I'm asking God, Father, right now, help me at my table. Because I know that everybody at my table will ultimately have to build a table. And so, help me build my table right so that when my sons and my daughters, my brothers and my sisters, when they leave my table to build their own table, it's level. And now I know why God put Jesus in a carpenter's house. Not so that he could build physical tables, but so he knew the understanding and the ideology and the geometry of building a level. And he took the same skills that his father taught him and he built a table and then he taught his disciples to build tables. And I, I'm committed to however much longer God has me on this earth to perfect my table. And if you say you're a part of this family, all I want to do for the rest of my life is help you build yours. So, Father, I lift up to you, my brother and my sister. And I pray now in the name of Jesus that you would grant us all needful grace to build our tables, to set our tables, to receive and embrace everybody that's supposed to be at the table. Even if we need to reposition things, Father God, allow us not to dismiss any person that you intended to be an intricate part of our destiny. And so we bless this table. And we bless the tables of every person in this room. And it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Were you blessed by the message you just heard? If so, please leave a review so others can glean from the lessons you've learned. And if you would like to help us continue ministry, feel free to give at HVCLA.com. We love you, family.